We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. If you don't have an e-version, you'll just have to trust me because we don't have it on the wall today, but I am reading now the King James Version. That's where I like to preach from. Amen. John 10 and 10, we'll just read a little minority of it. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Folks, that is bad news. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come. Oh, here's the second half. That they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Boy, that's that's good news. Romans 1 and 15, the writer says, So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Trying to get a church going in Rome. It was uphill sledding all the way. But he said, I'm still ready to come preach to you. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith. Countless times I've been in conversation, really countless times, and I've heard somebody say, Pastor, I've got something to tell you. But do you want the good news first or you want the bad news? I always say, give me the bad news first because I want to leave every conversation. I want to lay my head down every night with the good news. That's a fact. So I'm going to, Preach in that order a little bit today. I'm going to share some bad news with you, but I feel a fresh anointing and a fresh touch today to preach to you on this thought and this statement that I love to make. The good news is the bad news is wrong. (laughs) Are you ready? Say it with me. The good news is the bad news is wrong. Let's lift our hands and ask the Lord to touch us. God, it's your word. It's your people. It's your house. Have your way. Let there be a special anointing. Move across us all. Let us hear, understand, and respond. And we'll give you all the honor and praise in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And let's give him one more good hand clap together before we're seated. Come on, do it right. Paul said to the Roman church, to the would-be Roman church, he said, I want you to know that I'm coming to preach good news. And I want to share some good news today, but we're going to start off with some bad news. Because I like to, I kind of want to preach like bowling today. Stand them up, knock them down. (laughs) I want to do a little bowling today. You ready? We'll stand all the troubles up so we can see them, point them out, get them in our laser sight, then knock them down. 
I want to define the word for you, gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ. We're going to leave here today with the gospel. Are you ready for it? He has the ability to heal, to save, protect, restore, and on and on. But it's interesting when you began to read this book that we call God's Holy Word, the Bible, you start to read and except for the promise of good news, a vast majority, yes, there are some miracles, but virtually for every miracle that happened instantaneously, there was a long period of struggle to get to that. There's a whole lot of bad news in the Old Testament. Whole lot of bad news. There's a there's a whole lot of bondage. There's there's a whole lot of imprisonment. There's a whole lot, and there's some in the New Testament, but the Old Testament, there's a whole lot. I mean, you, you start off virtually with people going so wrong that the Lord felt the best thing that could happen to them was for them to be enslaved in a heathen nation for 400 years. That's bad news. That's bad news. But they came out of that better because by the end of that. Now listen to this. I've done some fresh study. Brand new. These are brand new numbers. Listen to this. This is mind-boggling to me. As of the most recent count, I think was in July if I remember right, there are just over 1,300 daily newspapers printed. How much of, you, how much of that do you think is good news? 1,300, watch this. In the United States of America, some are are E, obviously, and then some of them are channeled through various ways to pick it up through cable, satellite, antennas, other ways. But as of January the 4th, 2022, there are 31,000 channels that you can watch that are considered to be news channels. 31,000. Now, I'm certain a vast majority of those are found on the Internet. 839 of these are news only. They don't cover anything else but news. That's pretty incredible. They're not designed or registered as entertainment. Watch this. This 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 is pop your brain out. Five hundred and seventy-two million daily news blogs. Did you hear that? Five hundred and seventy-two daily, five hundred and seventy-two million daily news blogs in our world. There are over a hundred news only weekly magazines printed in the United States, selling several million copies every day. The FCC has issued license to 30,367 news outlets. That's the FCC regulated. 30,000. 367 news licenses have been issued. 
There are 575 million radio receivers active in America right now. 1.75 for every one person. Almost two to one. Watch this. This gets crazy. With about 330 to 340 million arguably total people in the United States, there are 219 million television sets in daily operation. That's unreal. That's unreal. 70,991,360 people subscribe to cable television. 71 million people in this nation subscribe or businesses. There's that many, there's that many subscriptions. Over 16 million subscribe to satellite television. There are 95,354,000 computers with wired internet connection in America. That's one for every 3.4 persons. 40% of the world's population has internet. 4.5 billion people. That's hard to imagine. 40% of 4.5 billion. 93% of all Americans have cell phones. 93%. Meaning 307 million people, virtually an entire nation, have access to news 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and 66 days a year on leap year. What an incredible thing. It's a vast majority of people. And here is what the statement says. One in 30 stories has any positive statement. That means if you get 30 stories, you're going to find anything positive, not even the whole story. You may have a positive end. The first half is going to be bad news. But I want to tell you, we live in a world that's bad news. We live in a world that if you turn a television on, 90% likely it's going to either be bad news or sinful things happening on the program. You might catch something that's, that's pure right here and there, but I want to tell you something. The majority of everything going on, there's a few, there's a few stations on the radio that do something that, that you could consider right or pure or even headed in the right direction. But I want to tell you, we are always being inundated. We're being attacked. Our minds are steadily filtering out bad things all the time. Oh, we could go on and on with some stats. I'll, I'll just share a few more with you. 127.9, just say 128 million people are currently employed in the United States. Did you hear that? 128 million. As of this morning, 6,620,000 jobs nobody will fill. There's over a thousand jobs open right now in Kaufman County and they can't get anybody to go to work. We live in a society that says, give me. We live in a society that says, as long as I can get a check, it don't matter if I'm capable, I'd rather stay home. We live in a society that's gone bad. 
You know, the Lord always saves society. Every 2,000 years throughout history, something incredible happens when society is just completely sour. I don't know how the Lord could look at our current situation, our current world, and look at people that are not driven. Let me say it like it is. Look at people that are lazy. Look at people that just feel like they're entitled. Look at people that just want. Look at people that don't want to do right. They don't listen to what's right. They don't look at what's right. This same study said there's over 60 million pornography websites. 60 million sites. Folks, that's unreal. And it's extremely ungodly. We live in a society that has gone bad. It's bad. It's, it's rotten. We, we need God like never before. We need him. 120 million of those people that remain are old enough to have a job and still 6.62 million jobs open this morning. I understand that there are various reasons, but it's a lot of people. And there's a whole lot of money out there to be made. There's a whole lot less stealing that could happen, a whole lot less lying that could happen, There's some marriages that could be spared. There's some rent that could be paid. Every car wouldn't have to be repossessed. If some folks would just get up, get dressed, do the right thing, if your body will let you, and go to work. Well, watch this. 1,676,911 marriage license were issued in 2021. This means that 2.3 plus million people were married. 53% of those marriages will end in divorce. Meaning 2,348,000 people in our great nation will go through a divorce at some point and sometime over the next 24 months. So basically, one out of every three people, one out of every uh, three people in our society will have to deal with that. One out of every three people will have to deal with some type of unemployment or some other situation or a death or a major tragedy in their life. One out of every three people in this room in the next 365 days will get the worst call of your life. Bad news. I told you it's bad first. Oh, but when the page flips, it's bad. There's 2,220,300 people incarcerated in the United States. The most freest nation in the world has the highest population of incarceration. Watch this. One in every hundred are either in prison or will go to prison. Another 7 million will be released to probation or parole this week in our nation. Folks, that's bad news. Y'all aren't encouraged at all. I don't see anybody smiling. Y'all came for better than this. (laughs) Here's what James 1 and 5 says. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. And after death, the judgment. 
Folks, that's bad news. I'm glad James warned us. But that, that's, that's bad news because the Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That doesn't make our future look real bright. But I want to tell you something. The bad news is while James says we reap what we sow, he shows us that in that passage without saying it. We read it in another place, but he, he says we will reap what we sow. The bad news is that after sin, death is coming. After death, judgment. After judgment comes eternity. The bad news is that sin can follow our families in four generations. That's the bad news. But he said to those that make it right, the good news is his mercy will follow you for a thousand generations. Oh, I'm gonna preach to you right here. The bad news as the world is full of war. Vladimir Putin's threatening to do a nuclear war against the world. The Chinese government is threatening to take over Taiwan just like they have Hong Kong. The world in the Middle East is a mess and it's a wreck and there's a lot of things happening. The United States has been in a mass division for two years. We've left, we've been dealing with COVID. We've been living, dealing with sickness and death and funerals and problems and divorce courts and jail sentences and bad calls and arrest reports. We've been getting bad letters from doctors and judges and lawyers and police officers. We've been getting terrible emails and envelopes in the mailbox, but I want to preach to somebody for just a little bit. The good news is all that bad news is wrong. We've got a hope that goes beyond your marriage. We got a hope that goes beyond what the police say. We got a hope that goes beyond the grave. The good news is the bad news was wrong. 4,000 years of Old Testament prophecy said those that sin will burn in hell. But in just a little bit, there's a good news that outweighs the bad news. And the New Testament tells us if you repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. The good news is, the bad news is wrong. Y'all aren't hearing me. See, hell's convinced you you're gonna die with that sickness. That's wrong. The doctor said it's back. In faith, that's wrong. You'll never work again. You'll never lift again. You'll never be able to play hard again. You'll never enjoy life again. Let me tell you something. When we put this anointing oil on your head and you've got the faith enough to believe, the good news is the bad report is wrong. Brother Jamie, would you stand? Young Jacob's couple, would you stand? Other young Jacob's couple, would you stand? Garutz, would you stand? Would you stand? Would you stand? Sister Bishop, you're standing. You don't have to, but you're just standing. All right, she's going to know. Brother Harley, Sister Broadus, Brother Tom, 
We skipped one here, brother, brother, brother Joe. Would you stand, brother Henry? Brother Snead, Brother Randy Fuller, Brother Wayne, Sister Yandel, Sister Francis, Sister Courtney, or whoever wants to stand in the family. Skip one. Brother Donnie Abbott, Sister Amanda, skip one, go. Brother Red. Brother Brian Emerson. Brother David Anders is already standing. The statistics say all these people will be divorced before the end of the year. No, stand up. Because it don't matter age. It don't matter time. Believe it or not, more people over 60 in the United States are starting to divorce because the flame's gone out. I'm just telling you what the, what the bad news says. I'm telling you what the world standards are. One out of every three people, one out of every child before they're 11 years old, we won't go around the room again, will try marijuana. Before they're nine, they'll drink alcohol. Before they're seven, they'll see something their little innocent eyes ought not see. That's the bad news. But I want to tell you something. Once we plead the blood over our families, once we plead the blood of Jesus Christ, somebody ought to help me right now. The good news is, the bad news is wrong. Somebody that needs to be well, you ought to stand to your feet and just say, God, here I am. Have your way. Or you ought to walk by and let me put some oil on your head. I'm telling somebody that the good news is that your bad news is wrong. Somebody ought to shout with a voice of triumph. Somebody ought to get excited right now. Somebody ought to come get some oil on their head and walk around declaring the healing of the Lord. Don't stop. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. The good news is the bad news is wrong. Sickness has no place here. Lies have no place here. Sin has no place here. Division has no place here. Sorrow has no place here. Come on, somebody hear me. The good news is the bad news is wrong. Take that doctor's report and say, not today, not in my life, not in my home, not in my marriage, not with my children, not in my dad dress. The good news is, the bad news is wrong. Sister Betty Fuller, I speak it in Jesus' name. I dare some people that believe what I'm preaching to take that bad news and filter it through the word of God. By the time you get it to Jesus, by the time you get it to the whipping post, by the time you get it to an empty tomb, by the time you get it to a bloody whipping post, the good news is somebody ought to help me preach.
You see, some of y'all know I had some issues. I parted a little bit when I was young, and a little bit's a big stretch. And years later, the enemy thought he could get me in another way. After about 11 back procedures, the enemy said, well, the only thing that's going to change this is to go to pain management. I'm not preaching against pain management. If you go to pain management and it's doing you some good and you can function, to God be the glory, you're getting some help until your healing comes. Don't misunderstand me. But I want to tell you what. A lot of what's happening in our nation right now, the doctor says you have no reason to be hurting anymore and they take you off the medication and people turn into heroin addicts every single day. There's some saints of God that the pain's gone. I'm proud to know that one day the Lord spoke to my heart and said, boy, are you taking these pills because you're hurting or are you taking it because it's time? I went to the doctor with 38 morphine tablets about 15, 16 years ago. And I said, here you go, doc. I said, I don't know what to do with these, but I had somebody call me in a terrible situation. And if my mind hadn't been clear as a pastor, the next thing I would have heard would have been the sound of a gunshot. She said this, we've got a form you're supposed to fill out, but we can't find it because nobody's ever returned this medicine. I flushed 38, 30 milligram morphine tablets down a commode and never looked back. Do I hurt? Yes, I hurt. Is it bad? Some days it's bad. Do I have to take a little something every now and then? Absolutely. But I refuse to be sucked in to an old way of life. Somebody needs to hear me right now. The good news is, the bad news is wrong. We don't have to live our life watching the clock. We don't have to live our life waiting on the next revival. Oh, you didn't hear me. See, that embarrasses some folks. Let me tell you something. There's a difference in being an abuser and being an addict. You can be an addict on your way to heaven. Yes, I said that. Because whether we want to admit it or not, our body becomes dependent. Maybe that's softer for you. I'm not a drug addict. I'm just dependent. Okay. You win. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Because in God's time, but here's my place. My place is to say, God, I'm tired of watching the clock. Oh, the enemy would like for some of you to be offended, but you can shut him up right now. And you ain't got nothing to be ashamed of. I, I know some of me, I know, brother, and I don't know nothing about what he does or what it takes, but I, I know that Brother Donnie Abbott's had serious back troubles. I know that Brother Barry's had serious back trouble. I know Randy Fuller's had serious back trouble. I know Brother Chuck Easter's had serious back trouble. I've had it. Several more, and there's other pains that go beyond that. I know people in this building that suffer with pancreatitis. I understand it, I get it, and I'm not telling every person here that you've ever done anything wrong, but here 
here's what I'm saying. At some point in time, I believe the good God of glory is getting ready to heal you. But you're going to have to have enough faith to say, God, I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll go where you want me to go. Are we okay? Hey, here's what I'm telling you. The good news is the bad news is wrong. I'm speaking to somebody today. It's not going to take another surgery. It's only going to take a spiritual surgery. It's not going to take a third or a fourth or a fifth medication. It's only going to take one more touch from the great physician to say the good news is you'll be taking this the rest of your life. The good news is the bad news is wrong. You'll never shout again. That's a lie. You'll never speak with tongues. That's a lie. You'll never be baptized in Jesus' name. You can do it right now. Right now if you want to be baptized. Brother David will meet you there and baptize you in Jesus' name. Why? Because the world said you're going to hell. The world said your chances are slim. The world said with your family situation, that's a problem. But I'm here to tell you the good news is the bad news is wrong. I saw my mama Drove herself to work church this morning. Walked in this building. I'd never been madder for her sake than a few months back when I got on the phone with a hospital administrator. I won't tell you what hospital that wouldn't be right. But she was laying there. Couldn't go to the bathroom on her own. Couldn't walk on her own. Hooked up to all kinds of stuff. Liquid diet only. Dwindling away before our eyes thinking and even speaking this might be it we wondered we talked will we have another Christmas knucklehead doctor come in I think the Lord used him to raise my faith here's what he told me and I quote we won't use any more of the hospital's resources on her this is her new baseline I said, bro, six weeks ago she was driving and shopping and babysitting my grandkids, her great-grandkids. And they said, well, there just comes a time. She's 77 years old. You gotta accept. And I said, I believe you. Here's coming a day we're gonna say goodbye to all of us. And I'm one of the us's. But I want you to know, I don't believe this is the time and I'm not buying what you're selling. Today she drove to church. Today without a walker and without a cane, she walked into church. Today she stood. Today she's in worship. Why? Because the good news is, the bad news is wrong. Somebody that's been battling sickness, Brother Tony, the good news is the bad news is wrong. Brother Rad, the good news is the bad news is wrong. Brother Vance, the good news is the bad news is wrong. Brother Donnie Abbott, the good news is the bad news is wrong. Just give me a little something. Has anybody heard any bad news in the last week? Anybody? I'd just like to see your hand. Woo! Sister Patsy, I want you to come to the front. 
Nobody's business what she's coming for. I wouldn't share it for any amount of money. But there's somebody they love that hell's got his teeth in. We're going to declare in faith. In faith. The good news is the bad news is wrong. There's a judge. There's a help. There's a witness. There's a savior. There's a God. There's a great physician. And the good news is the bad news is wrong. Some of your children have said, no, daddy, no, mama, I'll never go to church. The good news is they'll be here. I've been preaching to you 25 minutes. I had to watch my own clock today without Sister Beckham, and I want you to hear me. From addiction to marital issues to job situations, to financial circumstances, to the thought of being passed over or looked around or forgotten about, to a little bit of hatred, to a little bitterness, to a little bit of grudge, to just a little. I want you to hear me. You process that through these great pages. By the time you get to the back of this book, By the time you filter from Genesis to the last book of Revelation, the news you've been getting, it hadn't turned into a fine liquid. It hadn't turned into a puree. It's turned into pure tea. By the time you find the gospel and by the time you can begin Brother Brian Emerson spoke a little bit about believing for yourself this morning. There's people in this building that truly believe Jesus Christ came. God in man, robed in flesh. He lived. He died a sinner's death. How many of you believe on the third day? He rose again. All right. How many of you believe that some 50 days later or a few more than that, he sent his spirit back on the day of Pentecost? How many of you believe that was for your salvation? How many of you believe that he's going to prepare a place that where he's at, you can be also and that he's building you a mansion? Do you believe that? You really believe that God became man and became spirit again and went to build a house? But you don't believe he can take care of that last phone call. Hey, here in just a little bit, we got to have some shouting music. Hey, somebody hear me right now. The sick will be healed. The spiritually dead will be raised. The blind eye will be opened. The deaf ear will hear. The dumb tongue will be loosened. The cripple will walk. Why? Because the good news is the bad news is wrong.
I wonder if there's anybody in this place. Get us ready. Whatever fast song you have picked up, that's the one we want to do. I wonder if there's anybody in this place. If you don't have one picked out, do the fast one we done earlier. I'm just in a fast mood. I, I know if I was a gambler, I'd say the people that come to the Lord in tears are five to one stay over the ones that come in a shout. I believe in tears. I believe in bowed knees. I believe in facing the carpet. But I believe today some people need to get a hold of the message that that bad news that you've just been taking in over and over and over and over and over and over and over. That bad news is wrong. I wish we'd stand all across this building. Get us ready as quick as you can, singers and musicians. If it ain't nothing but Brother John on the drums, I don't care. Just get us moving. Hey, a lot of folks would like to check out. And whatever you got going on in the gym today, I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm so appreciative that you'd do something for Pastor Appreciation Day. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You don't know how honored I am. I love it when you call. I love it when you text. I, lo- I like to talk to you. Sometimes I wish some of you were.